Welcome to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Skiles. Stepmomming is a wild ride, but you don't have to go it alone anymore. I'm here to give you validating insights and powerful shifts to build a stepmom life you love. This is your safe space. Welcome home, my friend. Hello, and welcome to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Skiles, and I have such a great episode planned for you today. Today is the third and final installment of our partner series, and we're asking them about you. What would they do if they got to do over in their relationship? What do they think about your role? Was there anything that you've ever done that maybe didn't feel super supportive to them? Let's hear what they have to say in this amazing, info-packed, insight-filled episode. But before we get into all of that, let's meet the partners who have shared with us today. Hey, my name's Kevin. I'm 34 and have a 13-year-old daughter whose mom I've been divorced for for nine years. I'm currently married to Kristen. You probably know her as the host of this podcast. Kristen does not have any children, and we don't have any children together yet. Hi, my name is James, and I am 41. I have one child. He's a 13-year-old boy whose other parent I've been divorced from for 10 years. I'm currently dating. Hi, guys. My name's Jen. I'm 45 years old. I have a daughter who's 11. Her name is Mia. Her other mom and I have been separated for about eight years, I think, going on nine. I'm currently married to Beth McDonough. You guys might know her as the inclusive stepmom. She does not have any children besides Mia being her stepchild. So it's just three musketeers and it's a pretty perfect family as far as we're concerned. Hello, my name is Pat Morgan. I'm 43 years old. I have two children, Tyler, a son who is 12, and Holly, who's a daughter, she's 10. Been divorced from their mother for nine years now. I am married to Jennifer, and she has two children, JC, who is nearly 17 now, and Chase, who's 14. We are a blended family. Jennifer and I do not have children together. Hi, my name is Jason. I'm 44. I have two kids, a boy 18 and a daughter who's about to turn 16. I have been divorced from their mother for 14 years, almost 15. I am currently married and my partner does not have any children. We do have one child on the way together. Amazing. I love it that they're all willing to share with us. All right, here's our first question for today. If you got a do-over in your current relationship, what would you do differently? I think in my current relationship, when we first got together, I believe that having much firmer boundaries with my ex over schedule, time, handoff, transfer better and having more of a backbone and standing up for myself in those things when a lot of times we were asked to be flexible with scheduling and on our side when we would be flexible, I would see that that was not necessarily reciprocated when we needed flexibility to plan vacations, to plan getaways and and activities with the kids. So if I had it all to do over again, I would have had a lot more of that established and really the boundaries in place. I would say in this scenario, I would have left my ex-wife sooner before things advanced with Jennifer and I. You know, in all reality, I was happy with another person while I was married to someone else. And I don't feel that's right, even though I did it. It's obviously not the right approach. 
for Jennifer. I do it all over again. But in the eyes of everyone else and maybe thinking about how the effects may be on my family and maybe some of the negative things that came out of this in the short term, in the light of it, that's what everyone's seen. Not knowing the truth behind it that really we weren't a couple and hadn't been a couple for quite some time. So the aspect of the quote unquote having an affair, I guess, is how we would coin that or in the public eye and that negative connotation, I would have removed that and just ended the first one and went all in with Jennifer for that versus maybe how we approached it. If I got a do-over, I'd be sure to not make decisions with my daughter's mom without discussing it first. I think in the beginning of our relationship, I would make decisions about Krista with my ex-wife and it would blindside Kristen and leave her feeling like I don't care what she thinks. I think Beth and I have done a lot of hard work and a really good job at using all the lessons we've learned in the past in different relationships, the, the weaknesses we had as partners. I definitely would start telling her from the beginning, from earlier than I did, start making sure that she knew how necessary and integral she is in this family. I don't think I realized that she ever felt insecure or questioned that until later, you know, at least a year or two in. I did didn't realize that that was, you know, a thing that she grappled with. And if I had known, I absolutely would have done anything to alleviate that feeling for her. I really love the variety of these answers because we're all learning lessons. No one just gets blended family life right for the first time. As long as you are learning from your mistakes and you are working toward a healthier, happier future, then you're doing it right. Okay, next question. What is something your partner does or has done in the past that makes your life more difficult or has been counterproductive with your ex or your kids? Early in our relationship, my partner came in and implemented rules too soon. She wanted a lot more structure in the home than my daughter and I were used to. This included expectations of a strict bedtime, which had been a great bonding time for my daughter and me. It caused friction for all of us. I wish she could have followed my lead a little bit better and that we could have worked together more effectively to transition into more of a structure that helped her feel at home without jeopardizing that for my daughter and me in the process. So Beth has been incredible, way better than I ever could have been in terms of my ex and also my daughter. I can't think of a single thing that she's ever done that has been counterproductive. Something that has made my life a little more difficult. I do know that in the distant past, she did get sort of frustrated if I didn't tell her every single time that I communicated or interacted with my ex throughout the day. And being two women, my ex and I, as people can probably imagine communicate a lot not necessarily talking on the phone but texting at least and even just about little stuff we live in the same town we're in the same career field and so our circles overlap a lot and then of course we're raising this child together so it was hard in the beginning to remember every single time that I communicated with my ex to tell Beth that I had done that I have gotten better about giving her at least the the general overview throughout the day and like I have mentioned in other questions you know we have a text thread together now all four of us so that Beth and Mia's stepdad don't ever feel left out of any conversation or any communication so it, it's definitely not like it was but for a while there that was kind of hard to keep up with. 
I would think that the answer to this is try to control the situation. I think that my partner, her personality is such that she does enjoy understanding and knowing how things are going to go and wants things to go according to plan and according to how it's laid out and how we've decided it should be done. Unfortunately, with kids and with exes, sometimes you have to be a little bit flexible. I think when, when my partner tries to control the situation and not allow me to take the control in those situations that it actually just makes things worse even though she may be trying to help. I think it can make it harder uh, because ultimately I'm the one that has the authority and I'm the one that can plant the stake in the ground and say this is what's going to happen according to the parenting plan or whatever the situation is or whatever we've agreed on. This has been a challenge for Jennifer and I and I know she has gotten better but it is still present. Jennifer worries that my ex posts things on social media and my family members see it and they're going to her and not to us and she's always asking me when I pick up the kids and I always call her to let her know I'm on my way back who came, who brought them, what did she say? She's always very concerned there. I get a little frustrated when she worries about that extra stuff. Things like if the other parents saying things or doing things and what is she saying about us to others? You know, I, I don't worry about that. Uh, Jenny does. And it's hard for me to understand. I would have to say this has really been one of the only struggles for Jenny and I. And honestly, at the end of the day, there's no reason to be worried about if something's being said there because I don't believe that there is. And even if there was, what would it matter? They don't have any sort of you know insight to our life or how we run our household or how we do things. I really just want Jenny to be confident in who she is and just be confident in the relationship that she has with my children. There is a common theme here with all of these answers. They all come down to control. Much of our lives as stepmoms feels out of our control and we try to reclaim it in any way that we can by requesting information about communication with the ex, by implementing house rules and structure, by asking how those transitions went and worrying about what others think of us. It is totally normal to crave that control, but it is also absolutely necessary to learn how to reclaim control in a productive and healthy way. All right, our final question, what is the role that you want your partner to fill and how has that perspective changed over time? I don't know that it's really changed over time. I think the role that I want my partner to fill is a role of support and encouragement, not criticism, not necessarily trying to discipline the kids. By the time my partner met my kids, they were really already in high school. And so a lot of the things that the rules and the way that the family structure was pretty well set by the time that she came into the picture. Now, there's things that may be modified after she came along, but really the boundaries were set in place as far as the kids and I, the way that I disciplined, the rules that the household has, they knew those already. So I really needed her and need her to be more of an encouragement and a, a guidance to them. My perspective has never changed. I have always wanted her to be as involved as she wants to be. And I have always assumed that she and my daughter would work that out together organically. And they did. They are two of the most intelligent, emotionally intelligent and intuitive people I know. And because of that, I knew that they would just fall into the roles that they needed each other to be. Beth, as far as I'm concerned, is as much of a parent to Mia as I am. and. 
there really is no difference. I don't think my daughter sees one. I know when she talks about us to other people, we've heard her say, you know, my parents, she doesn't differentiate. And that is what I always envisioned for Beth. And that's what I always sort of saw happening. But I also stayed completely open-minded to whatever Beth wanted also. She's perfect for Mia and she's perfect for me. And I just work to make sure that I can be even half that for her in her life because she has filled a void in my life and Mia's life that we didn't even realize existed. But I can tell you for a fact, nobody else would be able to fill it. As for the role in my life, my partner in crime, confidant, can I say lover? Someone to support me in my endeavors, and I'll 100% do the same in return. As for her role in my daughter's life, in the beginning, I expected her to come in and become mother of the house and assist with all parenting duties. As Krista has gotten older, this role has shifted to being more parental support for me and a role model to Krista, someone who helps guide her through her own journey. Jenny has been that person that I would say when I thought about a marriage and who I wanted to be with and what I was looking for qualities, she's hit the mark. We both stand up for each other. We have a great understanding of who each other are, what we each enjoy just the things that we do together. It's so crazy in a way to sit there and think about how much we just enjoy being with each other. We love each other every day and that hasn't changed. Roles in a relationship are fluid now more than ever, especially for divorced parents. We must be emotionally agile. We must understand when to push and when to pull. I would like my partner to support me as I am trying to navigate these waters and to support me to achieve the goal, which in the end is to raise a good kid. I've said it before and I will say it again. You get to define a role that works for you and for your family. That is the only role. Find the role that you can thrive in. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Stepmoming Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Skiles, and I so hope that you have loved this partner series as much as I have. Make sure if you have not yet to please subscribe to the podcast so you are alerted every single time that we release a new episode. I'll see you next week.